Come on, come on. Liverpool have just beaten Arsenal 2 0 in the, the Emirates Stadium. Uh, joining me to see the fight and have a little chat about the game is none other than the lovely Adam Smith. Adam, listen, welcome, mate. Thank you for joining me. What are your first thoughts? Just emotions. Just give me how, how you feel about, about that result. Uh, relief is the obvious first emotion because I think that it, it 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 had the potential to be a banana skin that. And I think the first half Arsenal, look, I think we'll watch, maybe watch back that game in the cold light of day and feel like Arsenal never really threatened in the first half, but it didn't feel like that watching it live. It felt like they were very much a big part of the game, causing us lots of problems. Uh, we just weren't at the races at all. And it felt like one of those games that might just, you know, end in a horrible one nil to them or something like that. But we came out a different beast in the second half and um, really just showed the difference in class between the two teams. We showed why we're where we are and they're where they are. Uh, and and really now have, have put the, the pressure on Manchester City and put ourselves in a position where we can be two points ahead of them by the time they next kick off uh, in a game of football, which is exactly what we wanted from from tonight. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny. I, I think now that the game's gone and I can take my emotions out of it, although I'm so emotional when I watch the game. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think if I, if I look back on it I, and if I'm honest with myself, there were times that first half where we weren't playing well, but I was watching them and they were getting a lot of praise from Gary Neville and they were getting a lot of praise from Martin Tyler. But I was thinking, these aren't really that great. They don't, they're not, Scaring me, we just got like we're handling most of it, um, <clears throat> and at some stage we'll kick in, and it kind of worked like that. That first off the right off, really for me, you know, don't really want to talk about it, but is that is that how you saw the game? Yeah, I think that's a really good shout. I um, I actually use the wonders of technology to listen to Five Live rather than uh, Gary Neville and Martin Tyler because I just can't, I just can't, I just can't do it. Uh, so, uh, but I have to say it wasn't, it wasn't that much better uh, is Conor McNamara and uh, Jonathan Woodgate and Jonathan Woodgate was obsessed with Trent defending poorly he was constantly saying he's not good enough at the back he's not doing blah 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 but the Martinelli I think Martinelli was a bit of a personification of that Arsenal performance in that it was all bluster and no end product and that that yeah. that was what we kind of witnessed was it, it played out and I was just going yeah he's he's really skillful he's he's fast he's good on the ball but what 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 what's coming after that and the answer was nothing which which was really really nice to see and it, it did yeah as i say i think when you take the emotion out of it like you've just said I think it, Arsenal never really looked like scoring in the first half and in fact they only really looked like scoring when Thiago played them a gorgeous through ball Enough, Thiago was one of the main culprits in the first half. I mean, I, I didn't feel like he was having a great game. I mean, I'm going to do one of those sweeping generalizations after I've just seen basically recency syndrome. I've just watched the game, and this is the truth because I've just watched the game, and that's the most precious thing. But Thiago doesn't always come back from an injury straight away, he takes a while to, to get himself back into um. And I'm sure that there's games where he's played well straight after an injury. But I've just seen a game and he didn't play that well, apart from the ball. So, uh, you know, that, that's completely in the front of my mind. I mean, I forget that first half because I, I was trying to figure out what was going on. They were pinning the full-back. Carl didn't get forward. 
I think there were a lot of our own problems were created by we we couldn't play the pass before the pass. Mm. You know, sometimes you you say they can't play the final pass. We couldn't play the pass before the pass, so we were getting hemmed in. I think, I think Liverpool, Liverpool like to uh, to sort of dominate games, and they like time on the ball, and they like to be able to you know look at the passes. And Arsenal, they they really reminded me of Inter Milan in that they were they were everywhere in that first half. They were running all around. They were constantly closing us down, not giving us a second on the ball, uh, and and that that just meant that there were a few sort of panicked passes and a, a few you know daft passes. And I think unlike Inter Milan, Arsenal didn't have the legs to carry it on. And I think I think you saw that in the second. It was almost like the second the, the half time took the the steam out of them. Uh, it really just took everything out of them, and then they just couldn't get get back up to speed in the second half. Combined with I think Jurgen Klopp giving us a bit of a rocket, just meant that we were finding passes much more crisply. We were we were happy to do things at a faster pace, uh, and 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 we were just a better team. And I think that, that one of the big things that 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 match shows you is the importance of of spending money where it counts at the back because you've got Alisson does that unbelievable save to to keep us in the game uh, and then Ramsdale should do better for the Jota goal. He's beaten at his near post. I used to, you, you, you and I will have had many a chat over the year about Simon Mignolet getting beaten at his near post again and again and again. And Ramsdale, seem, he's done the same thing tonight. And I think you you probably ask questions of Arsenal's defence as well about our second, you know, for Bobby Firmino to just tap it in like that from, from where he is underneath the goalkeeper again. There's, a, there's two counter-pressing situations there. So, um, just before the goal, Robbo counter-presses and wins the ball, yeah. doesn't he, and then goes clear through. And, they, they, you know, there's that gaping hole at the back. And prior to that, there was a counter-pressing situation where, I'm trying to remember whether it was Trent Hendo or... No, it was Bobby. Bobby himself yeah. set that up. He, he had the first counter-press. He won the ball, plays the ball across. Mo has some sort of shot, and then it comes out to Robbo. I mean... That's what we're all about. I mean, I, I would look at that game, actually, and say that we played seven minutes of really good football. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, look, the manager can say what he wants about taking one game at a time and he's not thinking any further ahead and blah, blah, blah. If you think that this this manager and this team don't want to win that quadruple, and I don't think they will because I think it's too much. I think we've seen, you know, Manchester City have got a billion pound squad and they can't do it. So, you know, I think it will be what they'll be one step too far in one competition, at least that will stop us from doing it. But they want to do that. And I th- but the way you do it is not by playing full throttle for 90 minutes. We've seen Arsenal there try to play full throttle for more than 45 and they couldn't manage it. What, what it's about is it's about playing the game as it's in front of you. And what Liverpool did was they kind of let Arsenal blow themselves out, turned it on when they needed to turn it on, and then went, right, we're turning up and you're not scoring against us, so we'll just see out the next 20, 20, 20 plus minutes now. Uh, and that's exactly what you need from a team that's trying to fight on several fronts, is not to waste energy chasing around a, a bunch of scruffs. Completely. With that comment, Norman always comes on and comments when we go live. That good to see you, Norman. Great win. Um, and he was he was just agreeing with the Thiago thing. Felt like the game was a little bit too fast for him in the first half. Um, the substitutions change the game, don't they, mate? Um, yeah, I, I don't know whether they were pre-arranged. Uh, possibly not, because I thought if it was pre-arranged, Thiago would have come off when I saw the two lads on the on the line. He's only just come back from injury. 
Um, what do you think those that substitution gave us? I think what it does, it does loads of stuff, to be honest, because I think it says to the lads on the pitch, you've you've scored a goal, great work. Now we're bringing on these lads so we can e- ease the pressure that a little bit more for you. You know, these are these are quality. But it also says to Arsenal, yeah, you, you've done all right there. But look who's coming on. The fella who always scores against you and the world's best player. And and that when you're already one nil down, and then you see that's going on, it's like, oh come on, that's not fair, that's cheating, you know. And I think it was it, it was almost it showed I think as well that just the difference in levels. And look, Arsenal are maybe four years away from the the players that they've got there today, maturing to the point that they're hitting the peak. We've got our lads at their peak right now. And that's the difference. So you've got Smith Rowe coming on for them, who's their highest scorer, by the way. So we've left our highest scorer on the bench. They've left their highest scorer on the bench. I, but our highest scorer is Mohamed Salah. Yours is Emil Smith Rowe. Yours has scored six or whatever it is. Ours has scored twenty-four or something. So it, it's levels, you know. And it, it, like people say that often on on social media and stuff, don't they? All levels when a player does something. But but that really is a demonstration of the difference in levels between the two teams. Well, also wanted to mention speed. Joe Matthews defending was 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 brilliant at times tonight. Block, uh, just interceptions, headers. It was the full range, wasn't it? Mm. Hey, look, he's a he's a class. He's a he's an absolutely class defender. And you know, I, I saw a thing before about pound for pound, who's the best Premier League signing, and. I honestly think Joel Matip might be up there because he's, he was a free transfer. So you're already good. But he's also, he's just one player of the month for, for February in the Premier League. And now he's putting in the same level performances. It's easy, I suppose, to be a little bit more carefree when you've got Virgil van Dijk next to you. Because I tell you, one thing the Five Live commentary didn't keep pointing out was any time Arsenal came forward after we were 2 0 up, it's just who's cleared it? It's Virgil van Dijk. Who's got the block in? It's Virgil van Dijk. Block, pardon. Falls on a very unfortunate um, picture of him as well. Just having a look through the comments, uh, uh, my dad, his comments is good to see dad. Um, what second half performance? Uh, from the Reds, it really was. Norman's just bounced in again. Uh, 2019, Matip had great second half of the season. Obviously, injury-free recently. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully. Let's see if we can get... Uh, let's see if we can get him back, uh, Adam. Just burn me a second, guys. Um, any other comments from people watching? Um, it's just great that we've we've won. Obviously, it was a that was a big big game for us today. That and uh, it was it, it was a must win. I mean, every game is a must win. I, I always put my my little Instagram post up and say you know before the game with a picture of Flop and it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been saying it's a must win for about six months. <laughs> but uh, it definitely is now, and especially with City, uh, City flipping up the other day, 
Um, I kind of half saw that coming, but I didn't see the what I didn't see the Tottenham ones coming. I certainly didn't see the Southampton story and stuff. Um, it's it's good good news and it makes it interesting. And we've kept them honest all the way through. It's a great Anfield rap phrase, which I love. Let's keep them honest, and uh, we certainly have done that. And as a result, we've managed to claw back what was something like a thirteen point gap at one point. Uh, and when you consider the lads went away to Afcon, and everyone thought, well, they're not going to be able to cope with uh, those guys going to Afcon, we, we more than cope, and then we've come stronger. Funnily enough, I don't think Mo's form since Afcon has been um, has been that great. So uh, we, I wouldn't say we're carrying him because still scored a couple, but I think they've been pens, haven't they? Yeah, scored a goal from Elton Place for a little while. Um, so hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming. That will get sorted at some stage. He's too good a player. At some stage, he'll he'll, he'll blam one in from wherever, and it'll uh, it'll be good. Doesn't look like I'm going to get Adam back here, so I'll probably. Uh... Oh, here we go! No, no, no! There he is. I was just about to. I was just about to bin the stream because I thought I'd lost you. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's. I think my internet just went for some reason. I'm on my phone now. Should be fine. I was basically just talking to myself, and um, what I came up with <laughs> was, um, you know, the, the, I think there's a brilliant Anfield rap phrase that always gets used, and it's, we need to keep Man City honest. And we've done that from January. No one thought we could with the two lads going to AFCON, three lads going to AFCON, and we managed to win those games. And then since then, we've just carried on and on and on. We kept them honest and we've waited for them to slip up and that's exactly what's happened on it. Yeah, and let, let me be absolutely honest, I'm one of the people who didn't think we could uh, because I thought I did think that City had dropped points, but I didn't think that we'd be basically perfect, which is what we needed to be. Um, and to, so to see us kind of just roll on and on and on and say to City, if you want this title, you're going to have to be perfect because we're going to be right on your tails. Uh, and, you know, that that's what... And look, City might well still win the title, and they should. But Manchester City should win every single trophy that they enter every single year because Pep Guardiola has spent more money than any other manager in the world. He is a brilliant manager in and of himself, and they are buying the title. Let's But let's be perfectly honest about it, right? So they should win every trophy they're in. And if they win the title this season, that's no shame on Liverpool. But what we can do is we can say to them, if you want to win it, you're going to be perfect because we're barely going to put a foot wrong. That's the only thing we can do, right? And we could go to the Etihad and lose 2, 3, 4 nil because they've done it to us before. But with this Liverpool team, it's one of a, of a gang of lads who say, we're going to keep you honest. Exactly like you've just said, we're going to keep you honest, which is for, for that particular football club, something of a, of a unique proposition, I think, being honest. Another couple of comments. Um, Matthias, terrible first half, but very good second half. I think we'd all agree with that, Norman. Thanks for uh, praising the merchandise. Just before we go, mate, um, standout performance for you. Who would you give man on the match to? It's a good question. And maybe the goalkeeper, which is a, a bit of a cop out answer, I think. But but his save kept us in it. Let you know, make no mistake, that save was massive. So that was a massive help for us to to do that. But also, he was just on it the whole time with the balls he was throwing out to Robertson. I, like, I, and and also, I just don't think anybody else was really 
on the top of the game. I think, you know, Trent couldn't could barely find a pass in the first half, but he wasn't alone in that. Uh, whereas the goalkeeper was just, he's just such a colossus, isn't he? Yeah, and he's such a kind of, he's a thing that just says to the Arsenal lads, okay, every now and again, you might get past Van Dijk and Matip, but you're not getting past that fella. He was he was brilliant, I thought. Um, Matthias A has uh, just said Robbo would be his man on the map. Fair, that's uh, a fair shout. Personally, I would, I honestly, if I had to choose, would be Firmino because I thought he come on, he scored a goal, and I thought what he gave us was some calmness up front. He, yeah. Everything just sort of chilled out. He played the game at his own pace, held the ball up, won a few balls as well, like he always does with his counter presses. I thought, it, I, I thought his performance was exactly what we need when he came on. Mate, That's fair. Thank you very, very much for your time. You're a superstar. You're welcome. Uh, and um, hopefully I will see you again soon. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the follow uh, follow button on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, we'll see you again. Adam, thanks very much. Mate.